Hello, can we have a table for two, please? You are listening to Let's Do Brunch, the podcast. This is a podcast. Ooh. Yes, mm-hmm. this is a podcast for a woman of a particular age. And we made this podcast because Troy and I have been saying that we wanted to do brunch, right? When we met, we kept saying, girl, let's do brunch, girl, let's do brunch. And we never did brunch. You know why? Because we never have no damn time to do no. brunch. No, we too busy grinding and hustling and Adulting. making it happen. Yes. Adulting. Yeah. Yep. So we decided to make a podcast instead. Right. As if, <laughs> but we make time for this. <laughs> we did. This is, but this is different. We this did, different. we did, we this did, and I'm, and I'm very happy, and I'm very proud of us because this is a venture of this is a labor of love that we're doing. Um, we don't know if it's going nowhere, where it's going, what it's going to do, but this is a labor of love. And Absolutely. I am Latoya, or most people like to no you know what it's most black people they'll the l and the a is silent and they just call me toya mm, yeah we, we most black people do they if your name is latoya it's toya no 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 girl They're now we gotta say stop LaToya. no now we gotta okay stop. so you prefer to be called latoya and this is the name. thing I said, now we got to stop because you were supposed to jump right in and tell me who you are because you were supposed to be reading the thing. All right. Well, I'm Troy. (laughs) You know, I was her best friend, but now I'm about to cut this bitch off because she just cut me off, okay? (laughs) But I'm Troy Hawkins. That's Troy with the I, not a Y. Don't confuse it. Yes. And I'm your BFF. I'm everyone's BFF. So I'm happy to be here. Yes. Well. Thank you, boo. Well, listen, you you saying thank you to what? We we doing this together. Listen, I know, but you're very organized and I'm not. And <laughs> to be honest, like, ooh, this probably wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for you. So oh. I, I appreciate you for, for sure. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And since yeah. we're talking about um, this podcast and how it got started, I want to give you all a little bit of... Um, history on let's do brunch why we calling let's do brunch because i know some people y'all probably like oh it's gonna be a podcast about food it's not no (laughs) (laughs) it's not we might be chatting about food we might chat about food here and there you know what i'm saying like we're gonna give you you know we'll talk about you know the best brunch place to go you know black owned of course because that's who we're supporting um but it's not a podcast about food it is about um the community that happens when you go to brunch, the socializing that happens when you go to brunch, the talking. Um, I know that there's times I've gone to brunch and me and my girlfriends have left feeling revived, feeling inspired, yes. feeling like, damn mm-hmm. girl, I needed that conversation and that drink. Yes. And yes. that's what Troy and I would love to. Uh, and I love a cocktail. Yeah, I love, I love a cocktail. A mimosa. Mm-hmm. Give me a Bellini. Yeah. Give me something mm-hmm. with a little bit of. A little bit of some little sprinkle, little razzle yeah. dazzle. I need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we just wanted to bring a brunch experience, the social experience, to a podcast. And what better mm-hmm. way to do it than let's do brunch? Um, it was a an idea that I had. Um, back in like 2017, I pitched the show to um 
I worked at BT and I pitched the show to be on Centrics Digital. Like they had just was getting started with like digital originals and stuff. So I pitched yeah. a talk show called Let's Do Brunch um, with a couple of people. Um, my homies, one girl named Brooke, uh, Gia Peppers was in it. Um, there was uh, two other people. I don't remember their names, but they were happy. They were nice enough to help me to film this pilot and it got greenlit. And then, yes. And then Centric got canned. They turned Centric into BET her and then BET canned me. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, nothing came of it until now. So put it, add an applause here because Lester Brunch is still alive. And when I met Troy and we started connecting, the first person, one of the first people I thought about was like, Joe Troy, I think got it. I okay. think she could do it. <laughs> Remember, I was like, pick somebody else. Maybe yeah, yeah. Home- I'm, but you were like, no. Yeah, I was like, nah. <laughs> no. Troy absolutely did try to put somebody else in it. Like, oh, yeah, what about? And I was like, yeah, no. I actually called you. <laughs> and I want, I want it to be you. I feel like it's you. It's you. Thank you, Bo. You're welcome. It's you too. (laughs) It's you too. (laughs) So listen, (laughs) y'all. So Lester Brunch does have a little format. It's not going to be a hot mess. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, guys. Um, Told you she's organized. (laughs) Super. I'm trying. I'm really not like this organized in my real life, though. That's the crazy part. So, but Hmm. I know it's so weird. Interesting. It's very Mm -hmm. weird. But so listen. Every week, Troy and I are going to bring you three courses of brunch combo, and it's going to consist of starters, main course, and dessert. So that, and dessert is going to be the good part. I think dessert is going to be the best part of the of the podcast because we're going to be mm-hmm. leaving on this wonderful, happy feeling, like things that yes. make us happy, right? And the yep. starters, we'll talk about our life, you know, what's going on in our day-to-day lives. Sometimes it's some bullshit, sometimes it's not. Or we could talk about some current events. And then in the mm-hmm. main course, you know, we'll get that. You know how TDJs be like, are you ready to get fed a word? It's right. kind of like you're going to get fed a word. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we right. ain't preachers. And we're not preaching at you. We're just talking about no. our life experiences and having our um, hey girl, Absolutely. hey girl conversation. And we hope that you mm-hmm. will be our brunch dates for these conversations week in and week out. Let's go. Yeah, you ready? Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so ready. All right. Well, you know, for starters, girl, how you doing? I'm great today. Today, yesterday, not so much, but today, <laughs> I'm feeling optimistic. Okay. I am looking forward to the changes that are happening. Everything is brewing, mm-hmm. and um. You know, um, my message that I received was that just embrace the changes that are happening because they're for your highest good anyway. So come on, universe. Yeah. Show me what you got. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have anything new coming up this week? What's going on? Um, the only thing new coming up, um, I'm moving. Um, mm-hmm. I am expecting this move to be very seamless and easy, but you know, sometimes how things work, you know, I'm, I'm actually packing right now. So my place looks a little hot mess, but 
only thing the the newness of moving is what I'm ex, you know that yeah. I'm happy about. Yeah. It's like another chapter yep. in the book. This one down. Next, mm-hmm. what's up? What's next? Mm-hmm. So. I'm happy about that. How about you? What you happy about? Um, well, listen, um this week, what has been this week? You know, my weeks be kind of like blurry. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> listen, and that's the thing. Every time we're gonna get to me when I start talking about what's going on in your world, Latoya, it's gonna be right. it's gonna be confusion. <laughs> that's what's going on over here, confusion. Um <laughs> I, you know, I'm working. Um, so I, I, I tend to be someone who be in the house and don't even go outside for like four days straight. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't be going nowhere. And then from working at home, it makes it even worse. Um, but I have worked yep. out two times or maybe, no, I worked out two times this week. So that's good. Nice. Nice. Yes. Um, I am, you know, working on this. So this was good. And then what else did I do this week? I feel like that's it. Like, oh, well, my cleaning, my cleaning family came, you know, shout out to Crystal Clean. That's another thing. Let me give a shout out to Crystal Clean. Black owned cleaning service. And I don't like to call them cleaning people no more or cleaning lady or whatever. I call them my cleaning family. Shout out to Crystal Clean. I like that. Yeah, isn't that cute? Mm -hmm. That's cute. Yeah. So she, they came and cleaned the house. So the house is feeling all nice and fresh and good. And I'm also, um, purging all clothes i actually gave mad clothes to the girl who came and cleaned the house today too actually so 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 i actually mm -hmm. do have some things to talk about (laughs) (laughs) so i purged and got rid of a lot of stuff so it's starting Mm -hmm. to feel good in here Mm -hmm. and y'all know if you know if you're a part of the antelope girl family y'all know i'm always trying to do stuff that um helps my mental health so i felt like you know i need to I need to purge and get rid of these things that I'm not wearing anymore. And I also need yeah. to also need to get um, what's the word start to accept that my body is changing and my body is different now. And that's not a bad thing just because I don't right. fit something. It doesn't mean that it's a bad, a bad thing. thing. It just means mm. it's different. And that's what yep. my, that's what my bestie was telling me too. Girl, it's not a bad thing. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Your body's just right. different. So we got to shift mm-hmm. and pivot now, you know what yep. I mean? And find yep. things that yep. fit my body. That's for this the different size. Now. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 So, um, mm-hmm. so I've been doing that and the clean house stuff, like in, in purging. So that has been my week. Um, and I want to try to go to apple picking this weekend. So I hope that that happened. But, okay. I, you know, I don't know what the weather is going to be given. But who are you going to ask? You I, taking Henny with you? No, I was actually going to go by myself, but I will take Henny. Uh, we can go. Yeah, let's go apple yeah, picking. That would be cute. Yeah, I, I'm down for that. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, let's do that. I'm excited. I'm going to go apple picking. Mm-hmm. So um, last time I went apple picking, we came home with like sacks of apples and i was eat. i don't i think that year i must have eaten so many apples <laughs> ain't no doctor was messing with me because i had apples that's what they say the apple at one apple two. a day keeps the doctor away i'll tell you what them apples be having me on the toilet that thing is a clean Listen. me out <laughs> where, where do you go uh, I don't know. I'm just going to find place, but I know they be having those apple cider donuts and whatnot. And I, I'm mm-hmm. really trying to change my diet and like get in this like clear clarity space. So I'm not yes. sure that I will be eating or drinking the okay. and, and divulging and all of those things that they okay. have there. But I still want to go for the experience in the picture. So 
All right. I'm down. down. So, you know, we wanted to give you um, the definition of brunch culture. Brunch culture is, um, you know, there is a definition and I'm going to find it because I'm clicking on it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, we wanted to give you guys the definition of brunch culture and, you know, the culture that we're going to try to, to, that we are cultivating here with this podcast so this mm-hmm. says that brunch isn't just a millennial movement or exennial or whatever because i don't know if i'm a millennial or not Troy, you apparently mil- we are yeah so i don't know mm-hmm. that i am i did fun fact though i found out that ian and i are like so ian is a millennial and okay. ian is my son y'all mm-hmm. and he is 27 go ahead on and do the math yeah, we're not. Let's not. Let's not stay. Let's not stay there. We're not. I know y'all tend to get shocked, but let's not stay there. He's twenty-seven, and I'm mm-hmm. a woman of a particular age. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but him and I are in the same generation. Generation. Mm-hmm. So wow. hoeing pays off sometimes. You know what? <laughs> she just saying. Yeah, hmm. hoeing. That's what's up, though. Isn't it cute? You get to. You get to grow together and also like you got it out the way. Mm -hmm. So now you're like, your son is an adult. He, you know, he's making amazing moves with his life. Mm -hmm. So the, the growth between the both of y'all is just really good. Yeah. It's amazing to watch. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I love it. I love that he, you know, he's um, proposed to his girlfriend and you know, we just get to do a lot of things together. So I do Mm -hmm. love that. Anyway, we just got off topic, but anyway, all the way, (laughs) all the way off topic. But what we (laughs) wanted to say was that brunch Mm -hmm. is not just a millennial movement, even though they're one of the target demographics is it is for everybody. It's not just millennials. Mm-hmm. It's exennials. It's Gen Z, Gen X, Gen W, Gen Y, whatever the hell it is. But bun- <laughs> brunch culture is very trendy. Um, yes. and it, But it isn't a new concept per se. But the ideas of combining alcohol and breakfast foods are relatively new. And at the most basic level, brunch is a bonding ritual or a social pastime that helps to revive the art of conversation. How good Mm, is that? Okay. So whether you participate in brunch or not, it's a trend that's growing increasingly popular. And the history of brunch reveals that it's serious business for restaurants. And now it's becoming a serious business for our podcast. Okay. Because we're bringing the brunch conversation to y'all. To you. Mm-hmm. Shout out to y'all. Shout, Shout out to Devin Nance for that uh explanation. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. I'm gonna mm-hmm. um I'm gonna link that. Um it's an old blog, but it's very mm-hmm. good. I, um a blog post. So I'm gonna link that in the description if you guys want to read up on it. It's a nice little piece on brunch history and its culture. Yeah. We might as well go ahead on and get into our main course then. No matter what you're going through in life, always make sure you eat <laughs> in this life. <laughs> In main course, um, mm-hmm. we'll always talk about uh, some topic that got to do with adulting and it's trash ass life, ghetto life, um, adulthood, adulthood. But a good part of adulthood is the sisterhood. And I like that hood. Yeah, I'm I go like to that, that hood. hood. I like that hood. Mm-hmm. The sisterhood is mm-hmm. fun. I like that mm-hmm. adulthood, not so much, but. No. I like the sisterhood. And today we're going to talk about um, being a late bloomer because mm-hmm. 
Can you relate to being a late bloomer, Troy? Girl. (laughs) (laughs) In every sense of the word, I didn't start doing most of the things until recently. Mm. Um, I always tell the story, like, after my 30s, my 30s, the last day I was turning 37, I was just like, you know what? I've been repeating a lot of these patterns and ain't nothing changing. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to change these for 38. 39, 40 is about to be different. Mm -hmm. You know, I need to start doing things different. So most of the things that I know now, it took me so long to just grasp it. You know, life started the life and you can't, sometimes you slip back into your old bullshit, Mm -hmm. but I definitely can relate to being a late bloomer in most things, everything. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I feel like I definitely am a late bloomer. Um, I, I have recently now been coming to terms with being a late bloomer and like being more accepting of it. Um, because it was causing me a lot of anxiety. I ain't going to hold you. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was causing me a lot of anxiety because I would wake up and be like, damn, I'm 40. Yeah. I, Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing or damn, I just really didn't expect not, you know, to be here with it at 40, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. where did you expect to be at this age? I expected to be an entertainer. Um, Mm -hmm. I expected to be doing, you know, I just expected to be talent on camera doing things. Those are the things that I wanted to do in life. And Mm -hmm. somehow or another, I have uh, convinced myself that I'm not capable of doing those things or that it's just not something for me. And Mm -hmm. I convinced myself of that because other people weren't, um, other people weren't recognizing me for that. For that. Yeah. Okay. So, you know. But you are on camera. You're always on camera. Where? You're doing exactly... um, everywhere on social media (laughs) i mean social media is the new tv is the new you know if you're not on social media no one even knows you exist Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so i think that you are doing exactly what you set out to do well i guess i'm doing it Mm -hmm. but to me i i guess the way i'm i don't feel like it's it's being done the right way or I just don't mm. feel like, you know, well, obviously I'm not doing it for, I can't do it to get paid yet. You know, mm-hmm. like I can't say that this is something that I can, that I can do as a career and like quit my day to day and do this. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's where a lot of my struggle is like, well, shit, like I'm going to, am I always going to be a, 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 a senior project manager am I always gonna just be a creative producer like what you know mm-hmm. what I mean like I don't mm-hmm. you're like I'm the star I need my close-up you know okay. <laughs> you know what's crazy Zoom. Mm-hmm. um I was talking with my therapist and I was saying how I'm now saying yeah I want to be talent you know what I'm saying like I I want to be talent Ooh, girl. And it was that's a word. Yeah, and it was hard mm-hmm. for me to say because I felt like it was self-indulging or it was um 
Like, you know how people would be like, oh, I didn't call this life. The life called me. And I, you mm. think I wanted this fame or you think I wanted this recognition. I didn't do that. I did it because of the, of the passion or because God laid it on me or God appointed yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess I was feeling like God ain't appoint me, but I have a desire, to, have the desire. to do this. Not knowing that that is the appointing and the anointing is on thee. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> he gave you the vision. Yes. You. Yes. Oh my God. Listen. So listen. Don't let these moons fool you. Ah, uh, here we go with the moons. Don't let the moons fool you. <laughs> this is the thing, y'all. Choi will come out and preach a good word, and then she loses me with the moon. <laughs> <laughs> okay because i don't know nothing but jesus and she be talking about the sun the stars and the moon that's right because it's the same thing no it's not but anyway we digress that we could do that on another episode <laughs> we could do that on another episode but um <laughs> and i'm sure there's gonna be one side that's gonna be with me and one side's gonna be with you because i don't know what the moon and the stars is doing y'all or my moon children stand up <laughs> stand up now Let's reclaim our positions on the planet. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> but anywho. Yeah. But. So you, I think you got it, sis. I think you are that star. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. And it is nothing wrong with, um, as long as God spares life, with pursuing these things later in life. Mm-hmm. And who is to say that being, like, we have coined being a late bloomer as something bad right you know what i mean and so why why did you why were you perceiving being a late bloomer in life as bad um because i feel like at this age even even at this age is like okay um i had us i had my son at 30 which i was happy to have him later on because i was able to do a lot of the things that I probably would not have gotten to do if I had a baby younger. Mm-hmm. So having my son at 30 and I thought I was cute because I know Beyonce had her son at the, her baby at 30. Blue Ivy, blue Ivy. Uh, she had blue Ivy at 30 and I was like, I'm okay. Beyonce had a baby at 30. So, you know, we're sisters now. So <laughs> I felt like, okay, it's time to have a baby, but I also feel all the aches and pains of feeling like an older mother, Mm -hmm. like, so that late, you know, but then also, I don't know. I just feel like it's a bad thing because also society. And and might I add, having a baby at 30 is not an older mother. Um, Because if I have a baby now, it's considered geriatric pregnancy, and I'm done with that. I don't even want to hear the word geriatric. (laughs) Y'all trying it. Yeah. Okay. Really trying it. So after 30, you start creeping into that. You is too old to be having a baby. And it's like, okay, I just had my my one son. He's nine. What if I want to have another baby? Mm -hmm. I'm late in that space. So it's just like, you know. And also financially, mm-hmm. like a lot of things that I'm learning now, I wish I knew then. And it's a society thing. It's a Western programming, mm-hmm. you know, and it's all about really just understanding that it's not a bad thing because a lot of people are in the same place where we are. Yeah. Like we're not alone in this place at all. Yeah. In this space, you know. So yeah. So that's why. And it definitely has a lot to do with like what we're fed. Um, 
in what we're fed on social media, what we're fed on television, what we're just fed in the workplace too as well. And like mm-hmm. um, working in advertising world, like the way that each generation is disposable is crazy. And I feel like that's what's happening with us in our age range because before it was very pushed like millennial, this millennial, millennial, millennial. Right. Y'all not, they not fucking with millennials now. They not, they really (laughs) not. not. It's Now we getting coins, the problem. Yo, it's Gen Z. Like, we're a problem. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. Gen Z. Like, literally, my job hired a whole Gen Z team, and the Mm. team has, like, art directors, director of photography, creative leads, social managers, like, shit that we, as their, at, at their age, would have dream could never dream of being in those of positions wow. by that by that age and it's just they come out of the womb scrolling on the phone yeah. like they had a phone in the womb yep. like they come out doing this yeah so i can imagine why that works yeah. but don't be trying to count us out no I'm, they I'm definitely like do they definitely do count us out um advertising wise or Or maybe not count us out, but I will say that less money goes towards, there's not a lot of budget towards our age range anymore, Mm. as much as there's more budget going towards like Gen Z content and stuff like that. So, which is crazy because Mm. on TikTok, our generation and older are are killing it and thriving and thriving and becoming content Mm -hmm. creators and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. there are a lot of avenues for us as late bloomers to still Mm -hmm. um, succeed, even if it's not in entertainment, if it's in, um, I will say I work in project management. I think that Mm -hmm. that is an awesome um, career to go into. Um, mm-hmm. if you are great at organizing, like there's a lot of things. So you want to probably just research those thriving, um, uh, industries and see mm-hmm. where employment is going to be on the rise for the next 10 to five to five to 10 years mm-hmm. and work mm-hmm. your way into that industry. And I don't be giving these motherfuckers my age no more. Only, hey, only person that's gonna, got yeah know. only person that's gonna see my age is hr and they cannot they have they cannot share that information by law, by law they can't share that okay. information so that's what i would do so do you have um you have a list right i do of um notable people who are late bloomers and got pop like started popping in their 40s mm. okay so tell me some. Let's see. We have Vera Wang is one. Okay. Uh, you know, she designed her first dress at 40. I did. You have Toni Morrison. Yes. Mother. Mm -hmm. Um, she wrote her first novel at 40 and won her Pulitzer Prize at 56 and Nobel Prize, Nobel Prize in literature at 62. Wow. Mama was doing her thing Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and she was 40 years old so it's like I kind of feel like you have to get to an age like it's almost like when you're going back to school Mm -hmm. you know I didn't start paying attention really until I got to his school (laughs) and I was able you should have seen all the young girls in my class and they was just all flighty and all over the place and I was the only one in there looking at them like if y'all don't get it together right because I'm trying to learn and y'all playing yeah but I was 37, right. 30, you know what I mean? Like I was, you was really up, yeah. paying attention. Yeah, maturity know, level. 36. 
yeah, the maturity level. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to learn a few things along the way so that when you do get to this point, it's like, I'm serious now. Mm-hmm. I want to stop playing. Like, mm-hmm. I got to make this happen for myself. Stan Lee, he's an older guy. Who's that? that? What does he from, do? He's a, um, the comic. He wrote Avengers. Oh, and really? He's he's, uh, the, he's a late bloomer? He um hit his his first comic at 39. Oh, wow. Wait okay. a minute. And he's the one who did Avengers? Avengers. All of the... Uh, DC Comics, Avenger- Marvel, Marvel, Marvel Comics. Marvel Comics. Yes, Marvel That's comics. what I'm looking for. Yeah. Yes, Marvel <laughs> Comics. Because I don't watch TV, yeah. so... <laughs> If I catch it, it's because it's on already. Yes. And I walked past and stopped and was like, oh, okay. shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, you got Laverne Cox. Um, She was, she's actually friends with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And she ended up staying on her sofa and then hit her first um, notable, let me see, Laverne Cox. She was actually homeless, and then she went to stay on a friend's couch, and then she landed Orange is the New Black at 41. Get out, for real. Orange is the New Black, and you know that was crazy. I actually binge-watched that. Nah. I just stopped watching it, yeah. but it was... It that was, was a good show. That was good. And that was and her breakout role, and she got an Emmy mm-hmm. for that. At 45. So wow. We all right, sis. I think we good. No. I, th- I, think, <laughs> I think we, you know... I think we are. I think we mm-hmm. are. I think that it's really a mindset. Yep. Um, it's really a mindset on what you think you can achieve. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like if we can just shift our mindsets, and it's so easy to say, and I know that for a fact, because it's easy for me to say, and I tell you what, when mm-hmm. I'm done recording this, I'll probably get my ass right on that fucking couch right behind me and stare <laughs> off into space just for a little bit. I'm just going to be real honest That's with right. you, That's but right. I am closer to shifting my mindset than I was last week, than I was right. last year, than I was two years ago. So right. cause think about the depression could last. Listen, I tell myself now it's like, I got 24 hours to shake this. Mm. I'm going to cry. I'm going to be upset about it. And it may take less, but I'm giving myself 24 hours to get it together. And then once it's done, I got to get back to doing what I was doing mm-hmm. and go back to thriving because I'm not doing bad. I'm just going through life shit. I'm having a human experience. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what the hell all this stuff is. It's just, <laughs> it's just you, a human experience. Ha- a human experience. Yeah. I, that's that's it. what it is. And I think I need to, we need to say that. I like that. I like that. I'm mm-hmm. having, I'm just having a human experience. Like this is just what life is and Mm -hmm. how we react to it is what the important thing is. The important thing is how we react to it. So, Mm -hmm. so I can't go off beating people up, fighting people. I gotta sit back. Although it's nice to knock a bitch out every now and again. Baby. (laughs) Ooh, put them up. You want to go? As Henny say, you want to (laughs) go? You want to go? <laughs> I'm like, boy, go to bed. You want to go? What's up? Go to bed. <laughs> How about that? Take your ass to sleep. Um, but yeah, it's it's really how we react to this. And being a late bloomer is not a bad thing at all. Um, and there's so many 
there's still so many opportunities out there for us. And right now I am, I am preaching to myself because I believe that it is possible for me to thrive as a late bloomer um, and not be ashamed of being a late bloomer. Cause for some reason, that shame. yes, for some mm-hmm. reason, um, I think that a lot of us are feeling shame for for being our age and not attaining the things that we thought we should we would have attained or the things that other people wanted us to attain in our lives and I think that we need to get to a place where we can shake that shame of it which is so dumb like how could you it's be ashamed stupid. of so having the blessing of living another year living on living another year like when you break and- it down right yeah, you actually you made it to your, a new year, mm-hmm. another year to do it again, to mm-hmm. try it one more again, mm-hmm. you know, to get it right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's stupid. Shame is dumb. Yeah, shame is dumb. <laughs> stupid ass people, okay. you know, want to shame me. Yeah, shame your mama. Yeah, okay. Shame is dumb. Shame is shame dumb. the devil. Yes, shame the devil. That's what y'all say. Yeah, don't lie. Wait, my mom say tell the truth and shame the devil. That's what my mother mm-hmm. said. So tell the truth to yourself and shame the devil. Mm-hmm. You are mm-hmm. worthy. You are enough. You mm-hmm. are at the perfect age. Correct. And God has appointed you for a time as this to get up off that ass and make it happen. That's okay. it. That's that's what I be having. Is that's what I. I think I'm preaching to myself. The affirmation. Listen, I really feel like I'm preaching to myself right now. Yes. Like. Yes. We were appointed for a time as this, Troy. Mm-hmm. And it's, the time is now. The time is The now. problem is, is that we don't live in the present. Yeah. We keep thinking that it's supposed to be too far in the future. Mm-hmm. That's where anxiety comes from. You mm-hmm. you taught me that too. Mm-hmm. It's like you too ahead. So the stress comes from shit that ain't even happening yet. Like yeah. it's not, we don't know. So mm-hmm. I, you know. Shout out to uh, we, because <laughs> sometimes it'll calm that ass right on down. <laughs> Sit down and, and relax. Like Nori said, you got to relax. You got to relax. Well, I cannot partake in that because it does not <laughs> relax me. The we don't relax me. Oh, boy. Okay, we're going to tell that story. Yeah. I need you to tell everyone your story one day. Yeah, the Antelope Girl community has the story. The they've story, heard it. They've heard the story. It's definitely one of those episodes with one of my homies, Jade, which we have to have Jade on the show if she would want. Yes. Because, you know, they're Jade and Key and them, they over there, they fancy, they they famous child with millions yes, and millions of on. downloads. So I don't know come if they'll, over here, I don't know if they'll come over on our little baby <laughs> podcast, but... I had a conversation with Jade, letting her know, listen, bitch, I was out here snatching people's drinks out their hand. I was, I was thirsty. I was, mm. yo, I thought I was calling on Jesus the first time I ever spoke in tongues. Oh, I was high Lord. as a kite. So we, you know, weed is just not my thing. Yeah. I had a little story yeah. about that too, bugging out. <laughs> but we got to talk about that's going to yeah. be an episode. We that's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we got to call that uh we brownies. <laughs> Ooh, that's the dessert. <laughs> we brownies. Yes, but um 
Listen, I feel like I have been a little bit encouraged by myself for this this topic here. This one was a good one. This was a this good one. This is a good one. Yes, you was this giving was yourself one. all the affirmations you, to move forward. Yes. Yes. And let me mm-hmm. tell you, if you feel like you are a late bloomer in life, who gives a fuck? That's really yeah. where it's at. I'm starting not to care yeah. like, about anything now. And I love it. Because mm-hmm. you ever see them old ladies? They be real old and they don't care. No. They don't got no bra on. <laughs> they outside with the slippers on. Mm-hmm. The wig be a little twisted. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you about yourself in about 2.3 seconds. Yeah. That's because they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and we need to get to a point where we don't give a fuck because we're working right. on our own terms. So Correct. I didn't. I'm not. I'm not where I'm supposed to be, and I'm pressure. I'm putting pressure on myself for timelines that I created. So mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I'm gonna I get. Like I am. I'm getting closer and closer to that. Cheers to not giving a fuck. Cheers. I me up. I guess me up. It's time for a little dessert. Mm-hmm. What we got for dessert? So in dessert, Troy and I are going to weekly talk about um, things that make us happy. And we both feel like we should always close out and we should always talk about, um, we should always close brunch out with things that make us happy. You know how when you leave brunch with your girlfriends or your guy friends and you're just feeling good. So mm-hmm. we just feel like things that make us, when you think on things that make you happy, it sets you up for a happy day. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> for the really... next day. Like, think about it on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. You just had brunch with your girls. The DJ was cranking. Mm-hmm. I mean, busting all the good songs. And then it's time to go. Yeah. And so you have that little sweet spot, that little sweet moment right before y'all got to check out. Yeah. So that's what the start of the... Uh, dessert. Dessert. It's that weed, <laughs> a... sis. No, it ain't. Don't don't do that. I hate when people do that. They be like, "Oh, now you know I smoke weed, so now you want to say it's the weed." If I ain't tell you that, you wouldn't have said that. You know. All right. Mm-hmm. So we be like, "You drunk?" No, no, no I'm not. So <laughs> <laughs> things that make you happy. What makes you happy? What's making you happy this week, Trey? Um, what's making me happy? This one's a little hard. This one's a little hard. Um, was making me happy. That's is why this that, is good. That when we're when it's really hard, yeah, trying to find I those really things. Really need to find what's making mm-hmm. me happy right now. Um, I would say what's making me happy is is this new book I'm reading. Okay. okay. Um, actually, I've been reading a book a month, mm-hmm. and I want to get to the point where I'm reading two books and then three books a month. But um, I'm reading this book called Expert Secrets, okay. and it is about um, how to become an expert in your space, and then also how to do webinars and how to put things out to your community and creating a community just based on your expertise. So I feel like it's something that I was missing, and I really, really, really needed that. And I've just been flying through the pages. Like, <laughs> really? So it's ooh. a good book. Like, it is so good. It's so good. So I'm excited. That that book is making me happy. Books have been making me happy. Good. So I love, I've never been this much of a reader before and I really like reading I like having that 4 Mm a.m to 6 a.m read and then I go to sleep from 6 to 7 
and then we wake up and get Hendrix ready for school. Mm-hmm. But that window is like my brain is so clear. Mm-hmm. I'm taking in the information and I'm actually, it's the only time that it's really quiet in this motherfucker. <laughs> it's the only time because everybody else yeah. is on one. TV's on everywhere. Yeah. Devices. Yes. Child screaming. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's making me happy. What about you? Um, so definitely not books. Because <laughs> it's hard for me. I read, but it's just hard for me to finish. Like, you remember that book mm-hmm. I showed you? I was like, oh, this is great about communication. Like, I'm reading <laughs> you that. You were so gung ho about it. I'm gung ho about it. Ha- you didn't finish it haven't yet. Finished it yet. <laughs> I haven't finished it yet. But what's making me happy this week mm-hmm. is, and y'all probably gonna get it's gonna be a lot of TV that's probably gonna make me happy. I'll tell y'all that right now. Child, <laughs> the amount of TV, like, because oh, I'm just the TV got me in a chokehold. Okay. <laughs> So the thing that is making me happy this week is this new show that I found called The Porter. And mm-hmm. it is um, on BET Plus. Mm-hmm. And um, let me see. It has some people, like some stars in here. Uh, Emil Amin. Um, somebody named Mona. I, you know what? I'm not even going to do this. Nope. I'm about to say, don't even chop her up like that. Poor thing. Damn. Y'all just Google Mm-mm. it because I don't want to disrespect these beautiful black people that's in this show. And they're beautiful. They are just beautiful. The blackness. Yo, so it's very blackity, blackity, black. Mm-hmm. It tells the mm-hmm. story of these black men who were porters on this train that goes from like Canada to Detroit, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think it's Detroit. So it goes in between Canada and Detroit. And Basically, it is the coming of age of these people during the Roaring Twenties, and it's like a hustle. Mm. And I've been like glued to the television watching it. Um, it starts out like very like, <gasps> but it, you know, it's not. <laughs> it does. It starts out with like on you on the edge. You see, like, nah, yeah. damn. All right, come on, son. Straight out yeah. the gate with it, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it starts yeah. out like that, mm-hmm. but. You like this story is really essentially it's a story of black hustlers. You yeah. know, you got a mm-hmm. nurse, there's a porter, um, there's a a a a, a, a madam. They all mm-hmm. hustling. And they it's all, all yeah, it's all hustling. Mm-hmm. And this just tells the story of how these be- these black people hustled, thrived, and survived during the roaring twenties and prohibition. And it's really good, loosely mm-hmm. based off of a true story. So I'll be mm-hmm. love that. And yes. I just love black stories. So right. untold stories. Yeah. So that is yeah. what's real. That's what's making me happy right now. Okay. It's the I television. It is the TV. Yeah. You got me watching it. Yes. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm taking a stab <laughs> at it. I love it though. It's, it's definitely very good. So I can see why it's making you happy because it definitely yeah. is. Yeah. See, I'm going to get a you a good one. Yeah. I'm going to get you on more stuff soon. Yes. Yes. Well, listen, it's time, it's time to go. And what we usually get, Troy, when, it, when it's time to go. Check, please. Ow. Bye, y'all. Got my bro